BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Confused. I was like, what happened to the sound? So AirPods are noise-canceling AirPods. Some futuristic Dude, shit. It- I love it, yeah, because I can like ignore everybody in the house, like while I go. listen to like the the twelve podcasts that I'm now subscribed to. I'm out of control, dude. Like, like I got I got into the black hole of like sports podcasting. Oh, yeah. Like I got like I'm like subscribed to like all my teams now, oh, see, college teams, the hockey, and I've got I like two every- sports podcasts that I subscribe well, to. Well. And I get why they do the 45 minute thing because it, it makes it feel digestible, right? Until uh-huh. you have a dozen of them and then Make you've lost your entire workday. Write that down 45 minutes, digestible podcasting time. <laughs> no, you're not. Bandwagon nerds, you should be happy is under two <laughs> or at two as it was this week. If we ever finally do the restream thing and, and start using the clip, the clipping program, you're going to have to stay under two. But. You've, you've, you've explained this. I've been working on it. I feel like when I'm running the program. It'll literally have to be like an expiration clock. Like you hit two hours and you just hang up the call and stop the recording. Right. Wow. The first like, time like you. The blog talk days. The first time you do it will be the last time you have to do it. Yeah. That's just it. So, And also, that's a lesson for uh, everybody listening to the show right, right now. What the hell is it opening of the show? Why did I move it way down there? Why is it? Why is it sitting there? That's what your even, problem. Why? Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? This is what happens when we miss two weeks. Yeah, I know. I couldn't even remember why we missed two weeks ago, and then I remember it is because uh, my son had a birthday. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey yo! Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Intergalactic, 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 intergalactic. 
I mean, you're just gonna replace me. Shut up! Miranda Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere! Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. Oh, it is time. I'm, I'm like on a different soundbite screen. I just want to play them. Don't do it like that. All the old ones. Dean is fucking it? Ambrose. You just made the list. It's been a while. Hey. Y'all wouldn't know entertainment if it slapped you in the face. If it slapped you in the face. Anybody got time for that? That's right. Yep. Fucking all nerd. Like all, all the hits, yeah, all the old ones. That's about. I, I pulled them all over for some specific reason. I can't remember why. There's still some other ones that I wish I had, um, and I'm sure I could find uh, them if I really wanted to, but I can't. So yeah, I mean, there's there's stuff in here that we just don't ever use, like ever. Tell me how my ass tastes. I just ever use. It's been a long. It's been a long over. time. It has been a yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. You're welcome. Anyway, this is the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. With me, as always, are Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales. We're excited to be here the Greg DeMarco Show, part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com. Now now that I'm on a different screen, I'm like, where the hell is stuff? Thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Go on over to thechairshot.com. Follow at Chairshot Media. You can listen to the show there. You can listen to the show on all of your favorite streaming platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. While you're there, wherever you are, go ahead and like, subscribe, turn on the alerts so you get a notification whenever a show drops. Leave us that beautiful five-star review. Tell a friend about the show's. And come join us here at the Chair Shot Radio Network. We've got some fun stuff planned. We've been off for two weeks now. I couldn't even remember why, as you heard during the the the, the pre pre show talk, the pre show banter that I started recording at some point. Usually, I start recording the pre show banter after we say something that I wish I had been recording for, and then mm-hmm. the magic is gone. So, no listener, if you enjoy something that's said during the pre show banter, imagine what you didn't get to hear. It's probably that much better. So. Just wanna, just wanna point that out. Yeah, we missed two weeks ago because it was my son's birthday, and and I went to a hockey game for for his. Actually, it was on the actual day of his birth. Uh, well, sixteen years later, but and then last week, sick, was out of work Monday and Tuesday, and dealing with all of that. You know, I have the leukemia. Sometimes things happen and act up, and sometimes all the different things that can happen happen at once. And that was Monday and Tuesday of last week. So. Fun times, fun times had by all. So many people know that I changed, well, not many people, but I changed roles. Same company, new position, new division, new department. Uh, even I, I roll up to, to the corporate level now, like it's a lot of things that are different. The old position last week was one of the three weeks that no one is allowed to take off for any reason whatsoever. So if I were still in my old job, I do not know what would have happened because I was like, incapacitated like i don't know what would have what would have transpired 
Like they would have had to deal with it and they would have figured it out. But I thought about that later in the week. I was like, man, what would have happened if I was still in that job? Like, 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 cause the person who took over for me would mess, she was messaging me and she was just like, you were this, this week is no joke. You weren't kidding. I was like, nope, wasn't kidding, but enjoy the paycheck. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was weak. It was a week, just in two days, and then it was a week, and then, well, the week ended in the beautiful, small community of Coolidge, Arizona, that we will talk about on this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show, and I, I always love doing the IZW wrap-up shows on the Hashtag Miranda Show, but I gotta tell you, I am extra excited about this one. This is the first time, and Miranda can attest to this, that Talent actually said, Oh, I can't wait to hear what's said about this on the, I think he said the chair shot podcast is what he called it. But, um, interesting wrestler was like, I can't wait to hear what, what's said about this on the chair shot podcast. So yeah. And said know, wrestler, we won't talk about because of that. So <laughs> and oh, said wrestler thanks probably, for listening. we're not going to talk about you. probably assumes I'm going to talk about him because of some things that were said, but I'm sure I'll throw him a bone. He deserves it, so we'll see what happens. But maybe we'll I maybe mean, we'll joke like we joked about on Saturday. You don't have to name a name, right? You don't have to name a name. It's not like they don't know who they are or who you're talking about. So wrestling is a promotional business, and these people like to promote themselves and like to hear themselves be promoted. So, no, I mean, and as a as a promoter, you would know that because hey, Miranda, Greg is a promoter. I don't know. If I've he, heard. He I've he, heard. He's a promoter. Yeah, he's a promoter. And, um, and you know, little full, little full of himself. But, you know, oh, you have no idea. Today, someone literally posted on Facebook that I was their favorite promoter. So, oh, now he's me. someone's yeah, favorite promoter. Me. You act like you didn't see the post. I touch did. Me. Touch me right I here. I'm, I'm really to my heart. sure I liked it. I, I, did, I didn't see the post. I think post. you did. Uh, maybe I'll share it. I thought about sharing it. It was like, can I share it? Should I share it? It's kind of because it, it's, it's heartfelt and, and the reasoning why and, and love the guy. Um, you know, just yeah. play the let's hear it for me sound bites. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have that one. Cause I don't think that got carried over. You're just straight up bragging. I don't humble think that brag. one made it over. Hashtag oh, blessed. Hashtag right. blessed. God's yeah, that one. That oh, wait, no, that's, over. that's a, that's a football one. So, right. I think it's still relative to this. No, I you'll, was you'll, I was too busy looking you'll... for the soundbite. I didn't even hear what you guys said for the last no, one. You only, you only you only hashtag God's plan in sports if you're leaving the team that you're playing for. Like it's always God's plan. Like that is true. Or, yeah. Or if you are committing as a high school recruit, wherever, and then it's yeah. it's also God's yeah, plan. It's, it's, yeah, it's also like a ne- next big moves. So I'm right, sure yeah, at next one big point, move. You know, basically, we'll do a God's plan. Hashtag God's no, plan. No, I won't because that is basically the excuse to not take accountability for your own decisions. So let's no, just be honest God's here. Plan. Nice God's try, plan. Though. Yeah, no. Own your shit, people. Own your shit. Anyway, Miranda drinks an energy drink. She's ready to go oh, now. Yeah. She's I'm ready, ready to go. You had you, you next time. You need to drink right. it, and then you need to be like, Phew! or something like like you need to react to the energy drink. No, I sip it like a fine wine. <laughs> You know, I, I just sip a little bit on it. It'd have been cool if you had like one of those little straws. Smack your lips like as if it was the most. You're like, that's good stuff. Yeah, did exactly. You, did you exactly. smell it first? You should have. You should have got a waft. Mm, no, you can't yeah, do so that. Tough. You've got to use your hand and and waft it yeah. un, into your nose. 
you actually inhale through the nut nose her, while apparently her other hand is incapacitated because like, she can only do this with one no hand. well because that just isn't it's a stupid thing you know and oh and dumb. you of all people love stupid yeah. things so it works out perfectly yeah yeah anyway any who as patrick o'dowd would say on Pinky's anything up. other than a podcast uh there you go pinky up should be a video show we have some, we have two topics that we're going to talk about today, two very different topics. I actually allowed said wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd to pick the topics because while we were not able to podcast, he's like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. Oh, this is really annoying me. And so today I was like, what do you want to talk about? And so he said his two topics you want to talk about. I think they're great. We are going to talk about both of those topics. But before we do, well, I mean... I think we should annoy anybody tracking the timing of this show just a little bit and maybe, uh, you know, maybe do something. Maybe, maybe, maybe shift some things around a little uh, bit. And, Greg, Greg, um, if you're talking about timing, is it, is it time? Is it time? Well, you know, that's a good one. Maybe it is time. Maybe it is time. Maybe. Oh, maybe it's time? Maybe. Or is it time? You got to be sure about this, Greg. We only got one shot at this. You only get one shot? Um, I think it's time. All right. I'm just going to go with it. Go with it. Roll with it. Yes, you know how yes, wrestling yes. works, right? Let's just pretend it's a wrestling show. Someone didn't come out. The wrong music hit. What do we do? Yes. Well, Greg, go ahead. And it's time to wind it up. It's time. It's indeed time for you to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the back the backlash forward slash forward slash the backlash this happens every time we take more than one i was thinking about wrestlemania backlash hello that's why at least somebody is yes so so you just said you had your one moment and well you blew it yeah i know i absolutely blew it uh forward slash the chair shot pro wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt today when you go to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot you're gonna see a variety of t-shirts there all in support of what you guessed it it's the chair that includes the new nefarious means t-shirt as well as the chair shot linear shirt comes in several different exciting colors as well as some of your favorite podcasts being represented like band wagon nerds of course you also find the hashtag queen of soft style t-shirt the hashtag safe tag team wrestling t-shirt and of course everybody hates greg that and much much more like the chair shot worldwide available on pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot as well as multiple always use your head shirts designs colors all there at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Don't forget t-shirts start off at $19.99, but if you want to upgrade for just a few dollars more, you can order any t-shirt in soft style. Yes, absolutely right. Soft style. You can order any t-shirt in soft style. So- wait, 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 wait. I, I, I was, I didn't know you were going to pause. Can you do that again with the pause? Yes. So you got to do any t-shirt in, pause, then say soft style. Then I'm going to need you to pause again. Okay, yes. All right, that means you can order any t-shirt in soft style. Yes, indeed. Any t-shirt in soft style at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead. Wait, and wait, wait. T-shirt. What style? What style? 
Soft style? America, fuck yeah. It works with everything. It's great. Yes, it does. Uh, but go ahead and get your t-shirt today at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. I want to talk about two quick things regarding the the prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot commercial that that the live read that Miranda Morales so expertly done two things completely unrelated number one I am working on something that would make it so that your issues with forward slash backlash Wrestlemania toe touch whatever would no longer be a problem oh that's all I'll say about that and number two Patrick O'Dowd there is a topic not on this past week's edition of bandwagon nerds but last week's edition of bandwagon nerds that you Fair to say you loathed, and that has been pitched to me as a shirt. I I don't want the Bandwagon Nerds name attached to said. (laughs) The design they sent me does not say Bandwagon Nerds anywhere on it. Um, What, like, whatever. If they want to run with that shirt, like, you're you're the one who who runs with those shirts. Um, They were very enamored and proud of themselves for <laughs> they sure were. their their seventh grade locker room conversation because they can't do a show without me for more than an hour. You time it. It's like an hour. And then suddenly seventh grade giggles as as we, we make we make innuendo jokes. Disgusted. About right, huh? Disgusted and terrible. Just Sounds about right. You were probably listening to it. And and as they tried to justify it, you probably looked at them and said Awesome! I came to Okay. There's a price to pay. Tough for you to get down on your knees. I came to Okay. Okay. If I ever did a top five or top ten list of sound bites, that might be at the top. That could be a five by five. Ooh, damn, brilliant! 
Take the fish. All right. But I might have to go into the archives and find some of the other ones. That would require more prep work than some of the other 5x5 five 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 topics would. That's oh, yeah. for sure. We actually got to find time to actually record those 5x5s. Five five we do got to find some time. Got to um, get Miranda on the 5x5. Five five. Oh. Okay. Yeah, probably I'm sometime intrigued. around November is when she'll have a weekend free. So, yeah. um, Correct. That's the, time I, that's the time I'm at Disney. There you go. Hey, we'll, we'll still need them. We'll still need them come November. So we are talking two very different topics. And the first one that we want to talk about is the push, the name truncation, and so much more of a gentleman we have talked about previously on these programs, all topics from 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 inappropriate DM conversations to some hair club treatment and so much more. And that is the current reigning, defending, undisputed United States heavyweight champion of the world. Do not call him Austin Theory. Patrick O'Dowd, this was the first of two topics that you pitched my way today. And all I said was yes. So explain the reason for the pitch. It all started with the article I shared with you on the slow news day, where in if, like the, making the rounds around the uh, the interwebs is Vince McMahon sees the next John Cena or so, or sees John Cena in Austin Theory, or sorry, in Theory, uh, as if this was like some revelation that this guy isn't going to be a huge huge star in the WWE. In the vein of, oh, I don't know, a John Cena. Like, he at the very least has the look. I think he has he has the asshole charisma down. Uh, we'll see if he, he can eventually do the flip and, and go both directions. It could be one of those things where if he does it well enough, he just becomes over because the fans grow to love the character. It. And to me, it's he's just it's fascinating because as I've watched this, what is he like twenty four? Like he's young. Yeah. Like the rocket ship is being strapped firmly to his back. He is he is a big time player in every single show. He has been in the presence of Vince McMahon almost from the get go, and he's going to be a star. Like he's going to be a star. He's going to be a star. And I, and I think I'm feeling much more confident about this than when I came around on Braun Strowman. Just throwing it out there. Who I should think. be a star, right? Who should, Who should be, be a, a mega star, star. Mm-hmm. right? But it isn't because of himself. And that's True. where I see with Austin Theory, he's – look at everything he's doing. He's just doing whatever they ask of him. And he's stepping right. up to the plate. I – the whole reason everybody knows – I'm a Jinder Mahal guy, right? We've talked about it a million times. The entire reason why that happened was because I saw what he did in the Andre the Giant Memorial, Andre the Royal Giant Memorial Battle Rumble at WrestleMania 33, where he made Rob Gronkowski look like a million bucks. And when he did that, and the way he sold it as if it was the most important aspect of the card, even though it was on the kickoff and it was the Andre Battle Royal and it was everything else. And I said to myself, he's going to get a push just because of what he just did. That's why, that's how I got on the Jinder Mahal train. Um, it couldn't have gone any better for me, and obviously, but not even I knew it was going to go that far. Um, at least not that moment, but I knew he was going to get a push because of what he did. That's the same thing Austin Theory's doing. He was put in the match with 
Pat McAfee, which, by the way, he lost. He's been put in all sorts of situations. All the stuff he did in NXT. Like, he left NXT to go to the main roster. He was just a guy. He goes to the main roster, and he comes back, and he's part of the way, and he's doing the comedy stuff, and he's doing everything with, with Johnny Gargano and Candice Lorraine and Hartwell and doing all these different things. And then he gets moved up to the main roster, and now he's got a character, and now he's got... Whatever he's so good at the character stuff and so good at, at at being punchable in the face and everything else that people forget he was like the top guy in Evolve for two years. The guy can work when called upon. He can. Right. Um. People just tend to forget it because now he's the golden one. He, he's he's the golden child has been picked. You know. He's unfortunately for him getting the Drew McIntyre treatment the first time around, and mm-hmm. we saw how that worked out. So who knows? But. To say that he's he not would, a megastar in the making is just right. willful ignorance. Am, am I wrong in thinking that he appears more ready for that Drew McIntyre treatment than Drew McIntyre was ready for his Drew McIntyre treatment the first time around? Maybe. Like, on, the surface, on the surface, I want to agree with you. But in all honesty, I'd have to go back and watch some to really see because I just don't – Remember, I think it's it's because how he's embracing kind of the silliness yeah. and the entertainment aspect of it. Whereas I think Drew McIntyre's push was much more of a serious, hard ass uh, guy. Right. I feel like because it's a more comical approach and lighthearted, it looks like he's a bit more comfortable in it. Not, and I agree right. with Greg. I don't know if that's truly the case, but I think just the way the push is happening makes it look like it's, he's in a much more comfortable situation. He gets it. And when I say he gets it, I don't mean he gets right. pro wrestling. He gets WWE. Mm-hmm. He understand, He right. understands what it takes to be successful there. I've talked about it a million times. So few actually get it, and that's why so few can actually get to that point. Um now, we, we, he's been labeled, and we've labeled him on this show, and Patrick and I have labeled him on this show as a future megastar. Miranda, you have not had the opportunity yet to say whether you agree or disagree with that assessment. I mean, uh, define megastar. You know, uh, like what? what define yeah. megastar. Yeah. Yeah. Do like, it. I don't know what level we really are looking at megastar, because what I do see now, too, is a big shift between, I mean, we talk about this. And it's already talked about God level. Roman Reigns is on another level. And even I think the treatment is bigger than John Cena when he was a superstar. Like, I feel like the hierarchy and tier of superstardom now has been redefined. So I think that, too, is going to shift how we perceive or fans perceive people's levels of success. I do think, you know, could he absolutely main event something, a pay-per-view? Absolutely. Um, uh, do I think at any point could he go for a, a higher level championship like the world championship? Absolutely. Um, you know, really the, the Miz walked so that Austin theory or theory could run. Um, and, and by that, I just mean someone like Miz who's very versatile. Um, and even when his, he was thrown into that upper echelon and fans were not happy about it, he still succeeded and thrived and did well. So I absolutely see a theory in that same role. Um, but I also think that it we're, it's also a very different world now with Roman Reigns and the, and the level that he's on. And I don't know if he would get to a Roman Reigns level. I don't know who will get to a Roman Reigns level, but if we're looking at that comparison that I, I, 
I, I don't see, but I think he will be very comfortable in um, a lot of top tier feuds and could easily be a great uh, counterpart to a championship mm-hmm. feud, you know, to to at the world level um, and possibly even win it one day. It's hard to, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah, he's 24 years old. In seven years, he'll be 31. Yeah. We have no right. idea what it's going to look mm-hmm. like in seven years. I think you, you brought up the Miz. I think the Miz run is his floor. Like yes. If I, if I was talking That's like, a hell of a floor. Yeah, exactly. He hit yeah. for the cycle twice. He literally is a two-time Grand Slam champion separately. Yeah. Did it and then did and, it again. And... I think I think he I think he has the I think his floor is the Miz I think his ceiling in terms of just sort of the way folks view him I think he has a an edge Randy Orton level of ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing you you talked about with like Roman Reigns in the stratosphere, we don't know who that person is yet, and they probably aren't even with the company. And it's it's been that probably way with, with the every. They're probably with they them. might be with the company. We, we don't know. His name's Ron Breaker. Who it's going to be though? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. yeah, we, I, maybe. Like, right. you just never. Know. I want. I want to say yes. Yeah, you don't know, um, because if you look at like, there's always one stratospheric person. Yeah. Like through through the years, like you all the way like the eighties, it was Hogan. Um, in one company, it was Flair in the other. Um, though Flair always seemed more attainable. To, right. to the rest of the card with the way he was. Hogan was untouchable. And then they had a weird lull before they got that. Because like, it wasn't Sean or Brett. Michael it just Mega, wasn't. Right. Sean yeah. and Brett didn't and hit the Hogan And it wasn't until level. The Rock and Austin came along. Mm-hmm. And then the Cena. And, and then Roman. The rare, Cena, yeah. yeah, we're the rare two. And then, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. Cena and now it's Rock, Roman. And so Roman's still got a ways to go. September 2024. Keep saying yep. it. That's when he passes Hogan's fourteen seventy four days, September twenty twenty four. He could lose a WWE Championship yep. along the way, though, and he will. But he ain't losing the Universal till September twenty twenty four. Here's the thing, because because I hate I hate I think comps are the most unfair thing to do to a pro wrestler and really any athlete. But we do it because that's what we know, right? That's what we have to we have right. to to compare to. And I hate the comps, but I'm going to give him the comp treatment anyway. I don't think he's John Cena, and I don't think he's the next John Cena, and I don't think they think he's the next John Cena. Miranda, do you want me to say something before you say something, or do you want to say something before I say something? Since you raised your hand for the first time in my life. No, that was an accident. My okay, bad. never mind. Um, but I'm going to give him the comp treatment. It's a name that's already been said. I think he's Randy Orton. I don't think he's John Cena. I think he's Randy Orton. I think he's going to go through some troubles because he already has. I think that he's either Randy Orton or Drew McIntyre. So I think he might be Impact Wrestling World Champion someday. Who knows? But he could leave and come back. That could happen to theory. Mm-hmm. That could definitely happen to Austin Theory. But I do think he falls into the to the Randy Orton. He might be the Randy Orton to Braun Breaker's John Cena someday. Where they wrestle each other a million times, just never at WrestleMania. And Orton hit the main roster before Cena did and and got his ascension before Cena did. Orton worked the Undertaker at the same WrestleMania that Cena won his first world championship. So it's it's, it's all there. Um, 
I think it, and that's kind of what I see and where I see him ending up uh, long term. But we have no way of knowing. We have no way of knowing where he ends up, how he ends up. Any, how do you guys feel about the Orton designation? Is there a different designation? Um, how do you guys feel? I mean, I said Orton too. Yeah, uh, I was gonna. So I mean, kinda, I think I agree with you, right? Yeah, if people <laughs> could see this video, they could literally see Patrick and I nodding our heads, like, "Yeah, that that sounds appropriate." You know, right now he's in a more comical uh, right. role, uh, but that doesn't. Well, so was right. Randy. Doesn't mean that's. Yeah, Randy exactly. did the Randy that News Network. That that doesn't mean that's going to be his place forever. I think too, as you've talked about and we've talked about before, is being able to go through the life cycle, Mm -hmm. um, to be able to go through the different flows of a character and evolution. And that's something that I do feel like theory has range that, um, you know, when he does turn away from more of a comical person to a much more serious tone, he can do that. And it would still be believable um, because of how well he performs in the ring and versatility, I think is key versatility, the evolver die kind of idea uh, in, in WWE and being able to go with the flow will li- can literally make or break careers. And just the fact that Austin theory has been able to show such a big range. So young in his career is a promising sign for what's a, uh, what's ahead. You know, not everybody can be John Cena. And I think not everybody wants to be John Cena. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I have a feeling more people would actually want to be Randy Orton than John Cena in terms of career, role, responsibility, all of that. Um, and maybe that's recency bias because of what's been going on in the last year for Randy Orton and what just went on this week for Randy Orton. It probably is. But it's because we're in this Randy Orton renaissance. I'm having more fun than I've ever had before. I'm going to wrestle for 10 more years. We all know it's not going to happen. But mm-hmm. it's – maybe it does. Maybe he's the anomaly. Who knows? Um but it's just, yeah, it's like, I could see it. I could definitely see that, but I'd be very interested to see that. Um, you know, the, the dropping of the name, very interesting because outside of edge, there hasn't been a single name guy at the top for very long. Uh, you no. know, Undertaker and, and, but it's been Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. So yeah, there you go. Um, the Undertaker, they were the something. He's not the theory because that wouldn't make any sense, right? Roman Reigns. It, it just, you know, they all have full names and it just is kind of weird. What's funny is that I was worried about his name during WrestleMania 38 when Michael Cole was screaming Austin, stunned Austin. I was like, oh shit. That's nice. not a good sign at all. And even going back to last year's Halloween Havoc or the year before, whenever he did it at TakeOver, when he was the hooded guy. And he was like, it was me all along. It was me, Austin, Austin Theory all along. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, stop pointing this out. It's hilarious, but stop telling them about it. It's like it's – you don't want to draw comparisons to anything Austin in WWE. And unfortunately for him, it's his real first name. And that's the current edict and and whether that lasts or who knows. You know what? Here's a question. Remember the whole third party thing, right? Came and went away for WWE. Now they're cool with, you know, being on third party apps, making their own money. Do we think this, you can't have any aspect of your real name or any aspect of your name on the indies? Is that going to last? 
I mean, if, if you're saying truly, I think everything has a life cycle and lifespan and eventually someone's going to be the exception to the rule. You know, granted, is that going to then break the doors down to completely get rid of the edict or or this change? No. But I do think there may be some special cases here and there that it does happen. I'm actually thinking, you know, gosh, one day they're just going to run out of names. Like, how are you going to? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many names are out there. How, what, what are you gonna do? A name swap people, and just that way, I don't Maybe. know. But I, I, I think that there's it, eventually there's gonna be an exception to the rule, and and there probably will be just slight exceptions to these rules in general um, over the years. So I don't think it's gonna be completely one size fits all. It's so funny. For years before he ever came to WWE, NXT, anything, I thought Walter, just Walter, was the dumbest name possible for a professional wrestler. Right. And he himself said, if my name was Gunther and they changed it to Walter, you'd hate it. So, yeah, it, it's just a hate WWE thing. Um, I don't know. I just don't think it sticks. I really don't. I think they're te- everything with them is a test. Listen right. to any Bruce mm-hmm. Pritchard podcast. Everything's up for negotiation, up to change. Um It's just weird because Mustafa Ali just came back. That was his name on the independence. Tommaso Ciampa is now Ciampa. Well, that was his name on the independence. So Mm -hmm. it's already, you know, and, and, and everybody got mad because, you know, Zach Gibson and James and James Drake are no longer grizzled young veterans. They're just Drake and Gibson and, and they're getting ready to go to the main roster. And people were like, well, they lost their names. It's their real names. That's not their real names. Those were already new names, but they were names they used on the UK Indies. Like who what worries me about all this is the side of me that really wants to see Johnny Gargano back in WWE. I don't see him ever coming back to be some name, something else. Cause he's always said in interviews, like oh. who you see on TV is the same guy. Like, I don't think he has the ability to go be somebody. Well, else. I think well, it, it, it'll just be Gargano. Like, <laughs> he won't though. And well, they, they'd be, they would overwhelm with the Johnny wrestling chance. Like I, I think the exception that we're seeing now is truly the exception. That's a Cody Rhodes, someone who literally left, did absolutely everything to establish their name worldwide like they did with that growth and then came back to WWE. That, I think, is truly the the exception to that rule. I mean, AJ Styles didn't get a name change. Right, and he couldn't have. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't have. And that, yeah. You're right. I mean, Cody couldn't have either. Really, I don't even know. Back. And here's the thing: that that edict might be wrong. Like, right. I have no idea. A very few edicts are really edicts, and that last a long time, and anything well, like that. It's just, yeah, I think I think especially maybe with these newer talent. Again, it's it, it is one thing to for WWE to really create and hone in financially on right. that persona and have ownership of that persona. That's. Um, you know, developed. I think it's a lot easier when people are just less established. You know, when someone truly becomes a household name, they realize and recognize it's worth the money to invest in an established name than mm-hmm. one that isn't. So I think it just what is your return on investment? You know, from a good portion of the roster, it doesn't damage them at all if, you know, you modify their name or completely change it. But when they truly see the value of a name, right. they're going to run with it. So well, Kevin Owens, real first name is Kevin. Right. Like, there's just so many, that, yeah. you know, and it's, well, yeah, but he, he, he was there. I was like, even the guy you talked about, everybody lost their shit over Braun Breaker. 
Um, and that being the name, and, and now everybody seems to be okay. Because they've acknowledged he's the a name. Steiner, right? They've acknowledged. And he, Rick Steiner even calls him Bronson on television. Like, right. It's, so, like... Yeah, it, it's because they've embraced it because they signed the Legends deal and got into the Hall of Fame. So it's, but the whole you can't have a name as somebody else is not new. I mean, Shane Helms came into the company and couldn't be Shane because of Shane McMahon. He had to become Gregory Helms and Hurricane Helms. Back when Cade and Murdoch were a team, Lance Cade had to become Garrison Cade because Lance Storm was already a guy. Mm-hmm. So to think that Austin Theory is okay is asinine. When the most money-making star in the history of the company's name is Austin. Like, it's just, he'll probably be something else theory down the road. He'll probably have a new first name at some point. Is, mm-hmm. is, if he's truly going to be a top-level WrestleMania main eventing star, he will probably have a new first name at some point. Especially if he gets hurt and, and comes back or whatever. I, I think that this will happen. I, I just... Just my gut instinct. If he's truly going to be a guy at the top of the card who's going on talk shows and doing all sorts of stuff, I think he's going to have a full name. I really do. Um, because Theory's not a character name like an Edge, like a, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. Just just a Riddle. thought that came, came to mind. So, who knows? We're going to take a second commercial break real quick and come back with a completely different topic. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. This past weekend, Impact Wrestling had another, I believe, pay-per-view event um, called Rebellion. And like any other Impact Wrestling event, too many championships change hands because that's what they do on all of their their pay-per-view events because it becomes newsworthy and they need all the help they can get. But one of those championships was the Impact Wrestling World Championship where Josh Alexander got revenge for what happened at, was it Bound for Glory or was it? I think it was Bound for Glory. Yeah, Bound for Glory. When Moose stole the big victory from him and Bound for Glory was like last October. Are we sure it was Bound for Glory? Yeah, I think it was Bound for Glory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while, yeah. It has been a while. And, you know, Moose stole that victory from him, uh, you know, in front of his family um, and, you know, cashing in his championship opportunity. Josh Alexander came back, earned his way to the top, defeated Moose, got the big celebration, and is now properly the Impact World Champion. And Patrick O'Dowd pitched this one to me as well, more because it's just one of the best storylines that nobody was watching. So Patrick O'Dowd... It's the Patrick O'Dowd show with Greg DeMarco and Miranda Morales this week. Um, Take it away. Topic number two. Why is it of such importance to you? Because it was a compelling story uh, for for Josh. And it was interesting because I I first really started paying attention to it when people got their feathers all ruffled up by, by like the interactions Moose had with like Jay Chung and with uh, with their with their son and, and feeling like something was out of bounds there, and I'm like, you're probably the same people who liked when Eddie yelled at Dominic about being his poppy. Like, I I don't I don't quite get it, and, and I don't know if it's just that I felt like I felt like both Moose and Josh Alexander 
played their roles so, so well uh, as Moose, Moose is just this utterly despicable villain that it, it was it, it was very traditional old pro wrestling, I guess, is, is what I, I really picked up on here with, with you know, Josh Alexander being being the baby and the and the guy finally getting getting the the revenge and the once over and the and the moment with the belt and holding it up and staying tall for himself and for his family and and you know just kind of hitting that mountaintop and for a guy that is as good as he is and, and is also probably one of the best wrestlers that not enough people talk about. Uh, it was just a great story and I felt like like TNA does or Impact sorry Impact for all of its flaws like. When they do well, nobody talks about how they do well, and I and I thought they this was worth talking about about it, it just in terms of they've done well, and I actually you know like I'm looking forward to the first impact out of the pay per view. Like I don't read the spoilers on Impact anymore, so I'm sure that's been taped, and I haven't like I and and that information's out there, but I haven't looked at it because. Actually, am interested to see you know the celebration and what they do next. Um, so good on impact. That was really for me. It's a it's an impact appreciation topic. Miranda, we've talked at length about Josh Alexander on your show at different times, yes. and um, my frustrations with the fact that he didn't get to beat Kenny Omega. He had to beat Christian yes. to beat Kenny Omega. Um, still not happy about that, even though, you know, it's obviously, been a while yeah, yeah, um, we know, but your thoughts on, on now we're here right now, we're yeah. where we are now, we're where we maybe belong with Josh Alexander and impact wrestling. Well, I want to echo what Pat said about kind of the good storytelling. It's a long-term storytelling. And maybe that's why also fans, are agitated because we no longer have patience for things. Uh, but yet we're invested. We're invested enough to see this journey. And in some ways, it's not only just the story of Josh Alexander, but Moose. You know, all of the things that he did to get to the opportunity to get to win the Call Your Shot, shot Gauntlet to be able to cash in. You know, his whole storyline about resurrecting the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Essentially, though, you know, it was just a, a for Kenny Omega to win it. But still, you know, Moose's long desire to be world champion and doing anything possible to get to it. So I think the way that he won the world championship and everything that he did during this feud with Josh Alexander perpetuates exactly the person who Moose has, has said he is. And that's almost a rarity in wrestling now to have people through their actions and words actually prove who they are. When someone tells you who they are, believe them. And sometimes we get very mixed signals from people by saying one thing and doing something else or saying, you know, like it's, it's just mixed signals on who someone else. But the one thing I, I've really appreciated with Moose is that he's been consistent for, you know, almost two years now in his character. And that came through in seizing the opportunity to cash in that uh, Call Your Shot gauntlet trophy on Josh Alexander the moment that he won. And it almost felt very much like a money in the bank situation, which all of us, you know, most fans truly do like. Um, and it really did grow empathy and and interest in Josh Alexander. We all knew he was a good wrestler, but did people care about him and care about his journey? Um, and in some ways you do have to take these extra steps and 
get people invested in who they are personally. Um, so, you know, I, I know within, you know, his blessing, it did take it to, uh, the next level, but it had to, in order for people to really take more of a, of a personal interest in Josh Alexander. So for him as well to go through everything that he's gone through, not directly going with the moose, but he had, you know, feuds and matches like with Jonah. Um, and, uh, you know, Moose had matches with other people, you know, so they were able to stretch out the storyline long enough to get it from October through April, which they could have easily gone around and just changed it a few months later. But the long store, the long term storytelling in this makes it so that you're invested in both sides of the story. And now it does truly feel like you're almost reliving the whole Bound for Glory experience again for Josh Alexander twice because it really did feel like he won that especially after you know cashing in option c you know um you could have ended it there but i think impact was smart enough to know that they could stretch the story out because even the you know impact is a very lean roster so you have to really set up your feuds right and get people invested because they could easily go through these contenders fairly quickly um having a much more in-depth storyline really did help impact in saving you know this title scene and get people reinvested in it too like greg mentioned you know people didn't give a shit about the world uh, impact world championship after the whole mess that it was left in from AEW's hands so now people care about it again because it was a story that impact was be was able to tell with their wrestlers and josh alexander is a great story because he retired many years you know several years ago they talk about you know 16 years he was out for like four years um due to what he was told he'd never be able to wrestle again then he was able to come back and that was controversial because people thought he was lying and, and i think maybe he was out for a year and a half not quite four years again another guy who's been on the show like twice before a long long time ago <laughs> um and the thing about two things number one people talk about the involvement of jay chung i feel like they don't remember that she's a wrestler or was a wrestler right um mm-hmm. Don't think anybody remembers that because now she's not. She's the mom. But not that she can't be both. She could if she chose to be. I feel like we're giving Impact Wrestling a whole lot of credit for the fact that Josh Alexander just didn't sign his contract. Like that's why he lost the title and that's why he went away. He didn't sign his contract and had to go back to Canada because he didn't sign his contract. Like he chose to leave and test the market and see what was available for him and everything. And then – when he realized what was what options he did have, he did the whole impact was my first choice. Well, if impact was your first choice, you never would have left. So I don't buy that. It's a company line, and I get it, and he, you have to say it and all that. But he obviously didn't like whatever he was offered from AEW, if he was, and whatever he was offered from WWE, if he was. And maybe he wasn't, and same with Japan and anywhere else. Um, and I'm sure schedules, I'm sure a lot of things came into play, but he left on his own volition. He very well may not have lost the title and have been champion for this whole time, if not for that. So they took something and turned it into a story, and that's fine. That I say give him credit for, but we're giving them credit for telling this long-term story when it's like, well, they never have choice. So it, it's there is that aspect to it as well. Um, and I just want to recognize that and acknowledge it. It still played out very well. Whether it's a happy accident, whether they turn something real into a great story, whatever it may be. I just, I'm all about giving credit when credit is due. I'm also all about pointing out things when those things are important and salient and real. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm extremely happy for Josh Alexander. The situation now with Moose, 
this is why companies create championships because Moose probably could have been champion for longer. And and Josh Alexander probably could have been champion when he won it, but then what about Moose? Like, this is why sometimes companies have multiple top-level titles because what do you do with some people? And now that Sammy Callahan's going to come back, like, what happens there? And then is he going to have to be the one to beat Josh Alexander? And his run's too short. Who knows? Like, there's just all these variables because it's not just a lean roster, like Miranda said. It's a lean program. They don't have a lot of compelling top level stories that don't involve championships. And that's, you know, no one thinks that Jonah and PCL are main eventers. They're mid carters that are having a feud. And, and it's, you know, so, so it's, it's, can you have two different main event level feuds going on at the same time? I hope so. And, and I hope creatively they can pull that off because I don't want Josh Alexander to have to lose because we don't know what else to do with Moose or we don't know what else to do with Sammy Callahan. That's my big concern because Josh Alexander is a wrestler, wrestler, not a character wrestler. And him having that championship and holding it and doing all that is, is where they should be with that. So I'll be interested to see what happens with that as we move on down the road. So we shall see. We shall see indeed. Let me actually, I think I can turn this. We can, we can, we can turn this next point into a, uh, you know, a quick, quick little three minute warning. Why? The heck not. I just got to find the sound bite. I feel like I moved some things around at some point and or deleted some or did something because I sure as fuck can't find it. But we, uh, let's see here. Three minute warning. Anybody? Anybody? Three minute warning. There it is. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes and we're out of here. The clock is ticking and we're in the clear. We got three minutes and we're out of here. I said something after WrestleMania and kind of in passing. And now we're here at WrestleMania Backlash. And, well, now we're here with what I said after WrestleMania. I said I thought Roman Reigns was hurt. And now we are having the go-home shows to WrestleMania or to, to WrestleMania Backlash. The the Wrestle, the SmackDown after Mania, we kind of inserted Shinsuke Nakamura into a program with Roman Reigns. And then we haven't really heard about that since. And... Drew McIntyre's been feuding with Sami Zayn and, and doing all that that he's doing, and he's working with Roman Reigns on house shows, and, and Roman is working house shows and all that. But, like, I feel like something's up because everyone, they're saying, oh, Roman's going to be in the main event of WrestleMania Backlash. It's this weekend. No, it's, maybe it's not this weekend. Is it this weekend? Maybe it's next weekend? Uh, now. Let's, let's take a look. Because people are talking about these shows being the go-home, but maybe they're not the go-home. Maybe I'm pulling an no, elimination chamber. Right. And no, I think you're. I think you're right. I think it's this weekend. I thought it was the same weekend as the IZW show. <laughs> Meaning, I wouldn't be right. We're gonna do some some research. Some yeah, sleuthing. This is compa- compelling podcasting here. It is compelling. Podcasting it is good. It is May eighth. Or eight? Yeah, May eighth. May eighth. So, so we still have two different. Two weeks. We still have multiple weeks. Left to go. So wherever I read Go Home Show was was wrong. And maybe I just imagined it. I could see that being the case. Um, so it is still possible they could insert something for Roman Reigns. SmackDown was taped and they didn't really establish anything, so who knows. But I find it very interesting because you'd think if you had a program for Roman Reigns, you would have set it up by now. But again, if he's going to be this champion, he's going to hold it till September 2024, like I thought. He's not going to work every pay-per-view. Especially if they create some more world titles like a Raw Championship and a SmackDown Championship, which I still think they might do. 
it's it's we're in for kind of an interesting ride. Um, he didn't work the Hell in a Cell pay per view last year, but that's because they did the match on SmackDown for TV ratings, and they had to do another Hell in a Cell on Raw to make up for it. So I don't know. I do find it very interesting. I do find it you know not really puzzling because I, I really do think he hurt himself at WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to me, and, and I just think maybe. There's something to that, and and he's working house shows, but you can pull off kind of working house shows, and you can have interference, and you can have whatever. Um, well, it's, I don't know. It's not always like at a house show. It's I don't know. Like I've been to I've been to my fair share of house shows, and it's it's not that intense. Right. It's a little uh, telephoned. Can be telephoned. In. Yeah, I, I would. I, I would. I don't know that I would go they telephoned. Like I, I don't want to say that they're not trying. I think that they they are like, smart. I think that pe- they, yeah. yeah, they're much safer. Um, which is why it stunned me to watch the now um God, I can't remember what they're called. Jackson, what's his nuts, FTR. Um, uh, when they were working the house show loop that I watched and they got a twenty minute tag team match that mm-hmm. kinda tore the house down. Like that was not what you saw at house shows. Like even even right. being You know what they were doing that, don't you? Yes. We talked about it previously. Yeah, because there was a house show where there was a snowstorm and wrestlers couldn't get to the building and they had to work a forty five yeah. minute match with right. I think at the time it was Chad Gable and, and Robert Rude. Um and they literally was, worked a forty five minute it match. It was Rude was it Rude and Gable? I'm pretty sure it was Rude and Gable. I could be wrong though. I don't know. No, I'm just trying to remember who the two were because yeah. it was I mean, yeah, it was four solid hands that, yeah, you know what, but they went after it in a more of a tear the house down esque sort of way for a house show at Amherst, Massachusetts. Yep. But, like, like, That's who they are, I'm, man. I'm That's why saying, they're the greatest tag team in the world. Even even Dean Ambrose, who was supposed to be all crazy, was like thirty percent crazy. <laughs> Just <laughs> enough crazy. Just crazy enough. Just the, a touch. The, Just the diet enough. coke of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think too, and and we talked about this and about match placement of WrestleMania, where maybe the focus of WrestleMania backlash is not about that championship picture, but the SmackDown women's championship with Ronda and Charlotte. Um, You know, that could be where that really takes center stage in a way that you like, you know, you we talked about and saw at WrestleMania, you couldn't. Uh, just because of, you know, the two nights you had to have Austin, you know, main event night one and you had Roman uh, and Brock main event night two. This could be where that match shines. And so whether they're teasing that or not, because if that does happen, it is going to be the main event. You know, Roman is going to be the main event of WrestleMania backlash. And um, I, you just don't need it at this time. Like you mentioned, Greg, you know, you don't need to have Roman on every pay-per-view. if He's going to continue to have this lengthy reign. I think that WrestleMania backlash could be a great place for the SmackDown women's championship to take center stage in a way that didn't at WrestleMania. Their, their marketing certainly, at least this past week on like raw, for example, like their marketing towards backlash was, Mm -hmm. was, and even SmackDown was really strongly on the Ronda Charlotte front. Yeah. uh, As, as to what you need to tune into. So that wouldn't surprise me if they, if they went that direction, just based on how they're marketing the show. It's because the next three events after this one are all stadium events. Yeah. Which is, you know, money in the bank, you got SummerSlam, you got the UK event and the UK event is where Drew McIntyre is getting his, his title shot. That's, should be obvious to anybody. 
I, though, disagree. I don't think Ronda versus Charlotte is main eventing the event because I think they're actually going to main event it with RK Bro and the Usos, or they're going to close mm-hmm. the show with RK Bro and the that Usos. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's it's because if you're ever going to do it, now is the time. And I mean, Jay Uso was main event Jay Uso and, and has had the opportunity to main event some some you know premium live events thanks to Roman Reigns. But this whole thing is really being carried by the bloodline, but it's really being carried by RK Bro and what Riddle and, and Orton have been able to do and the team they've been able to become that was never supposed to happen and all of that. Like, and we can talk more next week since that'll actually be the go home week um, instead of what I thought was. So, yeah, I could see that being the match that closes the show. This could all, this is also one of those events that doesn't really have a main event. Like we've seen that before. Um, yeah. You know, when, when Extreme just, Rules was doesn't... closed with Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler in a, in a, you know, Iron Man match or whatever they did for the Intercontinental Championship. Like it wasn't even called a main event. It was just the last match of the show. So I think, I think that's where we're headed with, with WrestleMania backlash. Who knows though? It, it's, there's a lot of, of stuff. You know, we still got three, three different television shows yet to go before that takes place. So very interesting. We'll find out, but we'll get to talk more about that next week. Maybe we'll actually pick a pay-per-view for once. Who the hell knows, right? It just depends on where we're at and what we we're have, doing. We haven't done who should win and who will win in a long time. No, nah, we should and will mm-hmm. some other things, but we haven't done the who should win, who will win in quite some time. But what we should do and what we will do right now is end the program. So you can head on over to Twitter. And follow me at Chairshot Greg. Follow the website at Chairshot Media. You can also dial up at Wrestling Realist. That's W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. There's no Y in wrestling, but there is one in a realist. And there is one in Patrick for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Hit him up on the Twitter. Get him to 500 somewhat real followers so he doesn't actually have to lose them when. Uh, Elon Musk decides to get rid of all the bots on Twitter and, uh, and, and we'll see, we'll see what happens there. You know, I really can't wait for the, all the bots to be exposed on Twitter and for Tony Khan to get exposed as the one having all the bots. Like that's, what's going to happen in my opinion. If you're still on the Swear. Twitter after following Patrick O'Dowd, uh, you can try to follow Miranda Morales, but if you do happen to do so, it's probably going to be the wrong one, but Carry your punk ass on over to Instagram at the hashtag Miranda hashtag spelled out. Also on Facebook for the Queen of Soft Style and a plethora of other names, Miranda Morales. And we do have the hashtag Miranda show coming up. We will record it tonight, coming up later this same day. And I'm just giddy with excitement about it. I really am. So gonna be a gay old time. As which cartoon was that? Which was a gay old time? Was it Flintstones? It's fun. Oh, yeah. 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 It's going to be lots of fun, and and I definitely can't wait for that. Um, Some of the most popular episodes we do, some of the most joyful episodes that I get to do, and this one might be the most joyful of all after what we got to do this past weekend. So very, very excited about that. Um, Yeah, because small towns and communities are really cool. And besides that... Go follow at ChairShot Media. Like I said, visit thechairshot.com. It's got sports. It's got entertainment. It's got sports entertainment all at your disposal, all at your favorite website. That is thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Until next time, there is but one thing left to do, and that's to acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge all of us, and always... 
Use your head. Thank you.